Welcome back to Liberty Light News. I'm your host, Abel Ceballos, broadcasting to you on the southern Chihuahua, Juarez, El Paso, Texas border. And today's episode will be covering the border crisis of Mexico with Venezuela, Honduras, the policies that are happening abroad within Syria. With the crisis in Venezuela here at the border today, a lot of talk has been happening with when it comes to Venezuela and the border crisis, amnesty, as well as the policies here in our southern area. When it comes to Venezuela, we've been hearing about the overthrow of the dictator over in that region, what that means for America. Many of us may not know, America, back in the 1950s, gave the Venezuelan people in the 1950s the equipment, the oil rigs, to dig up oil in the early 1950s. As to putting their oil on the global market, America was obviously one of the biggest buyers and producers and transporters of the Venezuelan Southern American. Now, what's happened since then, until the early 1990s was Venezuela started becoming more socialistic and when we had that America started putting sanctions within Venezuela within the early 1990s they started becoming Cold War actics when it came to the Cuban embargoment when it came to the socialistic views after World War II with the Cold War era as to Russia and America in the 1950s all the way until the 1978, 79 era, when then the war led to the Middle East. A lot of things that have been happening when it comes to the petrodollar, as well as the Brupal, the Venezuelan Bolivian currency as itself, and of course, all the currencies that we've been going over geopolitically. Now, what's happening with Venezuela, a lot of people have been hearing in the news, is they have a dictator over there at the moment, and he was not officially elected. He wasn't even officially brought in. He was still the dictator from previous elections, which he didn't even win or have a vote officially, which he took over. And Venezuela, within the last six years, has collapsed. Under the Barack Obama administration, it was falling. It was, it was dissolving as it was. Now, did America want this to happen with Venezuela? I believe so. The reason being is we financed Venezuela in the early 50s. We gave them the money. We gave them the currency. They exploded. Venezuela was one of the most prosperous countries in the world, especially during the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Everybody wanted to move to Brazil. Everybody wanted to move to South America in this region. What happened was is they overgrew and they became too so. Socialistic. They had open borders, and they had to learn this the hard way. Open borders, when you have a wonderful economy, is not good for any country within a sovereign region. The reason being is because, of obviously, everybody wants to flood that country. They want to make a dollar. They want to make a, they want to make a living. This is obviously what socialistic capitalism is. This is what it entails. If you have too many open borders, if you have too too much of a socialistic state, a capitalist nation, a capitalist republic will collapse within itself. So there is rule and regulations. So America for debted in the 1950s, 
Venezuela, when it came to giving them oil rigs, giving them the steel, giving them the resources so they could dig for their gold, their resources, their oil, their petroleum, their byproducts, their raw materials that we talk about all the time that America is trying to take over while China is taking over South Africa and Africa as we speak when it comes to their raw materials, lithium, cobalt as well which makes our technology which we could communicate amongst ourselves. Now, this has happened for decades. This has been planned for a century almost. This has been planned since the 1920s big boom, the oil production in America. Once we knew how to drill for oil, once we created combustion engines, once we created coal mining factories, electricity factories through the coal mining, Venezuela was the hot spot. Venezuela had the most coal. Venezuela has one of the most biggest oil reserves in the world that has been untapped until the 1950s, which then was only tapped for 30 years. And so Venezuela is at this big focal point. They're having a collapse. They're Bolivian peso at the moment for every 100 American dollars is not even one dollar. It is only but one-tenth of a penny at the moment, folks. This is ridiculous. This is insane. We don't understand if this is manufactured. I believe so. The reason being is America has had its money back by the 1976 era during Nixon. We switched from the silver and gold standard in 1976. We went to the Petroact from the Middle East after the Cold War with Russia in 1950 to 1976. And this is when we switched from the gold-silver standard towards the Petroact, which America, with its military force and its war bonds, we created the Petro Act where any country within the world had to use the American-backed dollar to buy any petroleum byproducts within the world and within the region alone. Since then, we obviously had control over Bolivia, we've had control over Venezuela, Chile, Brazil, we've had control over a lot of these entities since World War II. The main point about this, we are going to be getting out of the Middle East. We are not going to be a part of the Middle East, Russia, China, India, South Africa, the colonization of BRICS, B-R-I-C-S, the acronym Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, BRICS itself has tried to compete with the petrodollar through the IMF, International Monetary Fund, as to the global world currency. Now, America has taken a hit within the last two decades when it comes to its inflation as to the American dollar. A lot of factors has happened when it comes to the inflation of the American dollar. We've sold a lot of our gold from Fort Knox. The American dollar, we've lent and borrowed so much money that we have an inflation rate of 1.5 annually when it comes to the American dollar. We have over-succeeded G20 
GDP capita at times when it comes to our military budget and our own personal domestic infrastructure. So a lot of things are happening when it comes to the stock market. There's a lot of things changing. A lot of things that a lot of people have a difficult time adjusting to when it comes to the stock market within itself. The whole reason that we're going to go through this technical change, China has domestic territorial advantage when it comes to Africa and the raw resources with their big economy. Mind you, they have 1.6 billion population per capita, China, Malaysia itself alone. America, obviously, we have more domain, but we have less individuals per capita. But America controls a lot of Mexico's petroleum byproducts when it comes to their policies. Just in 2015, America with Shell BP byproducts oil industry made a contract in 2015 with the Mexico government with Peña Neto, the president in that time in 2015 with Shell. This is when America started not producing as much within the basin region in America, and we started trying to import more than we were exporting, but we made the contracts to then have a contract of sorts to have domain eminency over that company with Mexico. So we have been slowly trying since the 1950s to work our way from the bottom up when it comes to Brazil, Chile, South America. They were the most prominent and prosperous country for the 20 years, the two decades from the 50s to the 60s. Nobody wanted to live anywhere but America and Brazil, South America. And it's strange. Not only has America had its own tribulations when it comes to this whole gold rush, black gold, petrodollar, as well as Brazil and the Middle East. America has tied itself to so many ways. It's ridiculous. And we have this weird stance when it comes to China being the next biggest threat. A lot of people are going to start getting off of oil. I've been talking about this for the last three years. We're going to start getting into these raw metal resources, lithium, cobalt, all these resources comes to these nations speaking out when it comes to America exploiting Africa when it comes to America exploiting South America we have the clips we'll play them for you after that we see that America has exploited these countries and America is at this focal point when it comes to our own economy collapsing. Why is the American economy slowing down as well as it growing? It's growing, but are we making more money? It's growing, but is anybody having a better life of living? We're not really having that life of living. Yes, we have new TVs, we have beautiful cell phones, we have nice, beautiful cars. But everything is expensive. If you're not working, you cannot have those nice things. And if you get laid off, you're screwed and you have to go back to set one. Sometimes people have to sell their stuff of living just to have a lifestyle 
of not being as fortunate as we once used to be. So it's very ironic times at the moment. We are living in this time where if you don't have the best of the best, you're not really living the quote-unquote American dream. And if you overextend yourself when it comes to your credit or have to sell to resell, it's beneficial to the people in the middle of the chain to buy used. But at the same time, the credit system messes up because we are built of a nation of lending. So America will have to eventually, over time, take a hit. And America, with the numbers and the policies and the war bonds, it's hard to see where America really is when it comes to solidifying the budget, the GDP, our production, and the value of the American name. We have other countries producing things for pennies on the dollar. Thanks to the NAFTA trade in 1997 during the Bill Clinton administration, which allowed China to become one of the biggest importers and exporters in the Pacific Peninsula region, which we have been covering here at LibertyLightNews.com. Go check that out. We've been covering it for the last two years. As to the next horizon, as to the trade war, when it comes to pulling out of the Middle East and having a political trade war deficit, China, America, Pacific region of Japan and Guam, Taiwan, Laos, as well as the Philippines. It has been a chaotic event when it comes to the global stock markets. A lot of people that are into this when it comes to Lockheed Martin, Boeing, we understand that you need some of these producers within the Philippine regions to mass produce the computer chips and metals that go into these aircrafts, go into our technology, our television, Samsung phones, etc. So we have a co-symbiotic relationship with China. This is why we have been lending China so much money for the last two decades. As such, vice versa, China has been lending America money in return for, to our national parks, as well as their stocks and their economy. Now, at some point in time, somebody has to collect. The whole quote-unquote free trade that Donald Trump talks about regularly is... Is China has been taking advantage of us for a long time. We've all been hearing about this. The Democrats, the politicians, the Republicans as well have been selling out America under the table for pennies on the dollar to fill their own pockets. We understand this. What we need to understand so we could fix this, we have to have fair trade. We have to finish and tighten up the corners when it comes to the policies on both sides. America is aggressive, as such China. A lot of people still call China a dictatorship. Malaysia, they're one of these countries, entities that believe, as well as Taiwan and Laos, that believe China is a dictatorship. We have been talking about China building the China Seas within Malaysia, Taiwan region. If you haven't been following us, go check out the pictures. You'll see them up there with our other podcasts and YouTube videos. There's something that you need to catch up on. If we want to prosper as humanity, if we are going to not bicker amongst ourselves within the world, we have to know where every country stands. We're going to have to understand 
where everybody subsides. The world, the universe is bigger than us. We should get past the nonsense. The next frontier is obviously space. If you don't believe that we have space technology within Mars, the moon, you are surely mistaken. 1974, China had a rover on Mars. In 1976, America followed. I will leave the descriptions below at the end of this video. But do your research. I'll have the videos up there as well. Do your research, folks. This is serious times. We're about to go through a paradigm shift. A lot of people don't understand that we have been suppressed as to the technology, suppressed as to the technology that has been rolled out. Mind you, the internet was rolled out 30 years later at the public expense. We had the internet militarily and Vietnam. We had the internet. We were using it. DARPA was the one that had created this. It was the entity that was financed and subsidized to the government America black budget DARPA. And then within a few years later after Vietnam, the internet slowly started rolling out when it came to institutions, when it came to the banking systems, when it came to colleges, universities. We slowly had the internet roll out. Technology is always 30 years behind when it comes to military application to the public application. So we have to understand, folks, if we have spaceships, the SR-71 Blackbird, it's not even a spaceship, but it was capable of going into the stratospheric, the atmosphere. Imagine what we have since the 1971-72 SR-70 Blackbird, SR-71 Blackbird. It has been quite an adventure. This is going to get in depth when it comes to the new global reach. We're not going to be fighting amongst ourselves when it comes to oil, petro. America understands this. Donald Trump of him taking his stance when it comes to America taking a new approach into the space realm, oversight, Alaska. He even talked about Antarctica, the strategic policies of the military. How did he say that? Let alone, most people don't believe we have a base in Antarctica. Donald Trump came out. Nobody picked up on it. We'll show you. We'll leave the full clip below. Check out the description at the end of this video, as well as like and subscribe. And the next 2020, 2024, we're going to see a lot of talk about not only climate, global conspiracy, climate change, but extraterrestrial life, life forms on other planets and or moons, our own moon with the new travel. So there's a lot of things that are going to go happening. The Democrats, the Republicans, the politicians in general from every country, from all walks of life, always want to control the people. Remind ourselves, we are the force. They are scared. They are walking scared. Macron is hiding. It's going on week 11. And Macron is just coming out talking about he wants to make deals with the RIC of the EU. If you haven't been following the RIC, you will understand what that is. Go check out the other videos with the French message. All they want is to have a referendum of their own country, their own constitution. They have been suppressed themselves. 
themselves. They know they have been taken advantage of. Thank God for the French. Thank God for the EU, the UK, as well as Australia and some parts of Canada with Austria that Nancy Dingbat Pelosi wanted to go visit. They just overthrew their prime minister as well. We reported on that. Sir James, prime minister. The global new world order is having a sure mistaken as to underestimating the citizens of the world. Mind you, just within the next two weeks, we're going to have the Davos meeting. This is going to be within the Belgium region. We're going to have the Davos meeting. All the world global leaders and trilateral oligarchs leaders. If you don't know what trilateral means, bilateral is between two countries. Trilateral obviously means the United Nations as well as special corporate interests. So we're going to have a lot of trilateral influences trying to go against Donald J. Trump. This is why Nancy Dingbat Pelosi was trying to get a head start as to leaving before January 29th. Donald Trump knows what's happening at Davos. He just met with the global world leaders when it came to NATO seven months ago during the summertime. He told them what was going to happen and they raised money. They gave back to the NATO budget. He raised some $46 billion within the first month. Donald J. Trump for America as to help footing the bill to NATO, the North American Trade Organization, which we help protect Germany and the Baltic region, as well as the EU and UK region. They weren't paying their fair dues. Donald Trump got them to cough up $46 billion, whether it be, that's Donald Trump, $46 billion with the B, Donald Trump style. And now we have our own Democrats preaching a new world oligarch system. Nancy Pelosi, Chuck Schumer, Chancy, and the Democrats. Donald Trump is two steps ahead of him. He shut them down. He embarrassed them. And then we have Nancy Pelosi coming out today saying she declines Donald Trump's constitutional rights to hold a State of the Union address within the halls of Congress. So Nancy Dingbat Pelosi is going to have a rude awakening here in the next 72 hours. We will stay tuned on that. That is it for today's podcast. Podcast, as well as our YouTube channel. As always, stay vigilant. God bless and take care. Make sure you can get weekly updates from Liberty Light News by hitting the like button as well as the bell so you may stay up to date and tune on geopolitical events.